0: Oh, let's see. How could it go? M-A-K-E-R-E-A-D-Y, make ready, make ready. Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, Oh, hey, Steve, what's up? Hey, I was just I'm trying to come up with this little maybe theme song for Steel Challenge. So I was kind of working it out my head there. But um, hey, you ready to do a podcast today?
1: i am i just hope your day job pays you extremely well because the jingle (laughs) although it you know it didn't really speak to me the way that you wanted it to you and i
0: are the only two that need to know i'm working on that i'll just edit that part out and and we won't worry about it okay so here let me give us uh, a countdown and uh and we'll start the podcast three two one welcome back everybody to another episode of the steel target paid podcast i'm jeff jones and as always one of my best friends
1: I'm Steve Foster. Jeff, you cracked me up today.
0: Hey, you know, (laughs) well,
1: uh, you know what?
0: If people are laughing with me or they're laughing at me, at least they're laughing. So, you know, uh, it it works out for me in the end. So um, how was your Father's Day weekend, buddy? Did you guys do anything?
1: Uh uh, Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Steve. Oh.
0: Hold on Steve uh, went robot voice let's uh, let's try that again oh uh, yep uh, try again now buddy can you hear now yes we can
1: all right it, it was a good play, play some tennis almost got a heat stroke on Saturday but uh, did some practice in and off today and gonna do some practicing tonight so had a good one. Oh, oh, oh! Most importantly, uh, increased my A one C level by about three thousand percent. My mom made some fudge and lemon meringue pie, and (laughs) oh my goodness, it was (laughs) it was intense! It was intense. How about you, Jeff? You have a good one. Uh,
0: Well, we had our uh, monthly match on Saturday, which was great, and then um, we actually ran a uh, we ran uh, first responder games after that. Um, Unfortunately, I got a call from my dad uh, in the early afternoon, and I had to run uh, to go help him. Uh, everything's fine. Uh, for those that know my dad or, or, or know how close I am to my dad, uh, everything's fine. Uh, no worries there. So got home, uh, again, late that night, Saturday woke up and, or Sunday woke up and went, I just got to do stuff. And so, you know, you said you almost passed out, uh, playing tennis. I almost passed out from heat stroke, cutting a lawn and doing all the outside work. But, uh, we both have pools, and I don't know about yours, but mine felt great when I jumped into it.
1: it was the time of the year, it's actually kind of cool out uh, or cooler. It was 90 degrees in the shade. It was, uh, it was a warm one for sure.
0: All right, Steve, we're going to keep going with this version of the podcast, but we might cut it short because. Uh, your connection is not so great today, so we'll see how it goes. Um, anyways, what I was gonna, uh, you know, one of the things that we talk about, uh, we talked about it last week, or uh, it was, uh, the elections, um, Steve and I have, have actively made, uh, a decision as the podcast that we are not going to, uh, necessarily get behind any one, uh, candidate from the podcast perspective, we're, we're staying very neutral, Uh, But we are uh, telling people to get out there, read the bios, listen to the podcasts, um, do your best to do your uh, background and and vote. Um, Let's see if we can get more than, uh, you know, 30 percent of the the people to vote. And, you know, Steel Challenge Shooters, uh, you comprise uh, a good amount of the membership. Uh, Get out there and uh, read that email, get that email, click that link uh and and make your vote heard the other thing uh we were going to talk about is uh just you know some of the upcoming events um you know we've talked about the different matches that are coming up um one of the big ones uh specifically that Steve and I are looking forward to is the Area 6 event uh we talked about that last week uh get out there sign up um I'm not sure why people don't sign up until the last minute. I know for West Florida, uh, I had 30% of the people sign up in the last three weeks and it was great and getting people in a match, but as a match director, you'd much rather have them there sooner for uh, easier planning with uh, food and uh, awards and such. So well, Steve, I see you're back. Uh, I've been trying to ramble here until you get connected. You are muted. Uh, can you hear us? And can you talk?
1: I can, Jeff. Sorry about that. Uh, trying to multitask, had an errand to run, and uh, I'm going to pull over here in just a couple of minutes when I get to uh, a safe space where I can uh, get good internet. I don't know what's going on, man. Usually well, this area is pretty, pretty darn good.
0: I muddled through, you know, how hard it is for me to like, just talk off the cuff and make up stuff. So um, I I think I did a pretty decent job there. So, um, so one of the things, Steve, we started talking about last week uh, which I think is a really good topic is just overall gun maintenance. And, you know, like this weekend, yesterday, last night, I had a, you know, kind of a Zen time and heated cooled down went out in the garage turned on a fan turned on a podcast and started cleaning guns and uh i did buy i did just buy a new full quartz and scorpion new to me but not brand new and so i was cleaning up one of my old ones and i'm going to show that for a while and you know but i didn't want to put it away with any problems so i was doing inspections um what are your feelings about? I, I mean, I know you say you don't you don't clean guns a lot. <laughs> you've just got a safe full of dirty guns that I have to come up there and clean. But, um, when it comes to maintenance and and troubleshooting, you know, what are some of the things that you've heard uh, and 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 have tried to help people with with regards to like, you know, let's take rim fire for instance. If you start getting, you know, failure to fires or failure to rejects or failure to feeds. Um,
1: well, that, that's a good one. And I've had a couple of people reach out to me recently about rifles. Um, and there's also a post that somebody put in Rimfire Rice Guns today that talked about uh, breech faces on a 1022 barrel. And I think we'll leave the manufacturers out of it. But uh, one of the big things that I caution people on or tell people to look for is if they're having an issue with their 1022. the first thing i do is i tell them to do the plunk test where they unload the you know make sure the firearms unloaded put the muzzle in a safe direction and see if a 10 or a, a, a round drops freely into the uh into the barrel and if it doesn't do that then more than likely you got something going on there and then what i recommend is run a like a boar snake through uh real avid makes a good boar snake that's a little bit tighter than some of the other uh, boar snakes out there try that try the plunk test if that doesn't work i actually tell people to take the gun apart take the barrel off and put uh chuck up a, a a brass brush into your cordless drill and then put just a little bit of oil on it and then uh run that through the uh The business end or the bore end of the uh of the barrel and then see if the the round will drop freely in that if not sometimes you'll get um sometimes you'll get uh like a a burr that happens inside the gun for whatever reason um a lot of experienced shooters i carry one um a chamber reamer and it just takes just a little to get that to get that piece out. So what happens is you get a little obstruction. And then when the, when the rimfire fire case expands, it'll grab onto that obstruction. Sometimes that's what causes some of the failure to, uh, it may look like a failure to feed, but what happens is it's actually ejecting and dragging the bolts, dragging on the, uh, on the case. And so it's slowing down the bolt. So what happens is the bolt doesn't come back far enough and then therefore doesn't come back all the way. And, uh, And that's why you get a failure to uh, failure to feed. So I think that's extremely important. But some of these um, aluminum breech face guns have um, have um, a liner in them. That's the other thing I ask people to look for. See if that liner is pulled out or pulled in or pushed in. And then if that's the case, reach out to the manufacturer. They should be able to warranty it. But if that liner moves. It could play havoc with uh, with the breech face. Typically, they slide towards the bolt and it causes an issue with them locking up fully in battery, so on and so forth. So that ends up being being an issue. And that's so why-
0: on the on on the first thing you were talking about with regards to yep. let's just say it's it's not a burr, but yep. you could definitely get enough carbon buildup in there yes. to cause it not to freely not only drop in. But once it's in there, also not be able to extract as well because it's it's being bound. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, that, that's
1: yeah, that's exactly right. And that's one of the symptoms you'll see is when you go to unload show clear, sometimes you have to shoot it in a berm. That's yep. a number one. That, that's the number one telltale sign that you have carbon built up or you have a burr inside your uh, inside your uh, chamber of your barrel. Yep. Excellent. Yep.
0: Excellent. Well, that's good. Yeah. You know, uh, this is, again, I think this is a nice little uh, segment that we can add uh, to doing this. And, and again, you know, for those that are uh, on the steel target paint podcast, Facebook page, uh, if you've got questions or just would like to bring something up, if you've got something that you figured out and solved, post it on there and, uh, and we'll take a look at that and maybe put it on the podcast because Uh, Again, we're all about sharing the information that we can. Um, I know for me, uh, I think I mentioned, you know, where I was cleaning a gun that ran 100% at Worlds. And when I took the bolt apart, the firing pin spring was broken. Yeah. And and replace that. And so, yeah, it's you you need to do the maintenance uh, uh, look as much as again. The worst thing that can happen is when a gun doesn't function at a major. Local event, you know, and you're probably shooting more locals than you are majors. But, you know, and of course, Steve, you're doing a lot of practice. So I'm guessing that once something that hasn't been cleaned doesn't run properly, it then gets cleaned. Uh, it, it can can we can we make that assumption?
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's fair. The, the other or thing, sold. though, that
0: clean or sold. <laughs> I mean, it's either it's either gets cleaned or you just sell it. <laughs>
1: there, there you go. There you go. But people make the mistake, though, that if they have issues with a gun that are sporadic in training leading up to a major match, and then you're mad or disappointed because you're having issues at a match, no. The gun told you that there's an issue, and so somehow you need to rectify the issue before you get to a major match. Because, look, (laughs) Jeff, Jeff. people people are concerned about match fees, and uh, look – at the end of the day, the match fee is one of the least expensive parts about a trip,
0: especially oh, yeah. if you
1: travel, a hotel, like gas, and food, and so on. You know, it, it's not a of $500,000 to go to a match and to have well, it all think, kind of thrown, I, it was thrown funny. away because the gun's not running.
0: Yep. I had a buddy of mine who's working for Club 13, and he wanted to borrow my open gun. And yep. I said, great. He's like, well, I can shoot my ammo or I could shoot your ammo. I said, well, I said, your ammo is going to run the gun, but I know my ammo does. And my ammo is definitely softer than your ammo. He's like, okay, I'll run your gun. He goes, how much do you want around? I said, I'll be nice. 25 cents a round. We shoot a six-stage match. He shot approximately 200 rounds. It cost him 50 bucks just in ammo to shoot the match, a six-stage round. So oh, yeah. you think, you yeah, think yeah. about if, if you're spend and, and 25 cents a round for nine millimeter is not a bad price right now. In fact, I think it's very reasonable. Yeah. I mean, Especially I have
1: for, for a custom load, right?
0: More, exactly. For something that is, is, is built for that gun to, to run it. So, you know, if you're talking an eight stage match and let's just say you're, you're almost perfect, you shoot 200 uh, rounds. Uh, you're looking at, you know, uh, for an eight stage match, if you shot 200, you're perfect. You're still talking 50 bucks. So you look at a match like the West Florida where it's 60 or, you know, you, you find a lot of these matches where people are going, well, that's now 75 or, or that's a hundred, even, even a hundred dollars entry fee. And if you're shooting a nine millimeter, you're probably going to spend at least half of that. On ammo, and then as you pointed out, travel expenses, hotel, food, everything else that adds on top of it. Uh, the match fees are probably uh, the smallest part of uh, of your travel. Now, some of us are lucky. You know, I've got a, I've got a great friend in Billy Hall who's got a, uh, a, a uh, apartment uh, on his uh, property where I'm able to stay for free that definitely helps out when I go up to, you know, to the CMP for the worlds um, or you try to room with somebody, but it's, it's still a small part of the match. Let's face it. Or or the weekend,
1: you know, yeah, it really is,
0: you know, especially with hotel prices, they're brutal. I mean, I was, (laughs) I, I, I've, you know, people are dropping 150, 200 bucks a night for, you know, nondescript hotels i can't even imagine what it would be like to stay in a in a higher you know you know hilton or sheraton or something like that it's it's very expensive very expensive
1: i know uh i know it maybe uh maybe uh it was because i booked my hotel room late for the whack match oh my goodness you, yeah, If you wanted to spend $400 on a hotel, you certainly could have. That's for, de- <laughs> yeah. that's for darn yeah. sure. It's like yeah. these hotels are trying to make up all their revenue because of COVID and uh, yeah. post-COVID. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, and, crazy. and you know, the unfortunate thing is, you know, people want to then – people are willing to pay it, and then they go, well, yeah. we could have made this all along, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's that's where it scares me, and it's like, will primers ever get back to – you know, three cents a piece. Oh, if, if we're willing to still pay, you know, seven and a half right now is probably the best. You might be able to find seven. Um, and that's if you got a buddy. You know, you're not gonna find, I don't believe you're gonna find seven cent primers on any of the major websites.
1: No, and if they do pop up, they're they're gone pretty quick, <laughs> pretty darn quick. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true.
0: Yeah. You need, you need, you need insider information that they're going to be posted.
1: Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, what you say, uh, that, 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 that's a side job for some people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what do you got going on this week? You got some, uh, you doing, you training, you got any uh, students coming into town?
1: Yeah. Doing some, uh, did some training yesterday, doing some training, uh, this afternoon. And then, uh, you know, was talking to uh, a friend of the podcast, a friend of the shooting sports uh, today. We are talking about um, Rimfire Nationals. That's going to be held at Orsa. I think it's the end of September, beginning of October, somewhere in there. I'm not in front of my computer, but uh, saw saw a post out there. Eric Matson, Team Norson. Th- those guys have been a, a friend of Steel Target Paint since day one. They're, they're great people great people and you know it was interesting this person asked me and they said so why why is why are some people worked up about this match and and uh well that's the question i asked them and and you know what he said (laughs) he says hey how about uh how about we just go out there and shoot have fun let's let's do that you know um it's you know it's a match that's got what you you don't shoot Go USPSA.
0: Ahead. You don't shoot USPSA, right?
1: It, it's been a while since I've shot USPSA. That's great. But you've
0: got nothing against it. Right?
1: No, 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 no.
0: I don't shoot IDPA. I have the utmost respect for PRS shooters or bullseye shooters. Oh, yeah. Or the cowboy shooters for what they do. Okay. I can't do it. I don't, I don't choose to do it, but I, I don't. I think it's great that they're doing it. So, yeah, I'm kind of taken away. I think I've been maybe out of the loop on, on some of that stuff. I didn't see anything on this, but yeah, it, 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 it would take me aback going if you don't want to shoot it, don't go keep your mouth shut, let people have fun. And that's what they're going to do. Um,
1: yeah, I, I don't know exactly the source of the heartburn. Um, you know, and I'll speak transparency, apparently, because we're all friends here on the podcast, is you know, John Suter, which is a good friend of mine, he's an Same amazing here. guy, he he. Uh, you know, I, like we talked about in a previous podcast, I feel like the Steel Challenge historian, when I started shooting in 2016 competitively, John was at the top of the game, and you know, at the time, he was in his late 50s, and he was yep.
0: just,
1: he was, he, he was killing it, I mean, you know, shot, shot 70 left left and right. And, you know, so I have been friends with him for a very long time. So he was the, I believe he was the match director, if not the range master at world rimfire for uh, RCSA back when it was NSSF, him and I used to shoot that together, but um, and it was held at uh, Orsa, the range there in, uh, in Tennessee. Yep. And they did it for two years and uh, rimfire challenge is making a move to back to where I call home because Uh, that's where the first couple of world rimfire matches when NSF, had it was at, uh, Cavern Cove in in Alabama, great range of those folks can run a match as well. I mean, they, they're just people, great, great layout, great setup. And I think in uh, this part of making up, I hate to make stuff up, but I'll throw it out there. But I think that, uh, you know, the Orsa group loved to have a, a big match. And so they said, Hey, let's do something new and different. And which I support, you know? absolutely look at
0: look Go at ahead. what and if ed white had listened to people going we don't need a new steel discipline metal madness wouldn't even exist and exactly. look at how exciting
1: exactly that's exactly. Become, you know exactly exactly um,
0: i haven't had a chance to shoot it yet just because it doesn't get shot in this area and it's a real hike for me to get up there but someday i will but I think the concept is amazing. I mean and you can you can go down the line. Just this year they started Shoot Sig. Have you heard about Shoot Sig? Uh,
1: absolutely down there in Florida. Shannon, yep. Running Shannon Smith.
0: Eyes. Yep, Shannon Smith. Start, yep, Shannon started that. In fact, they're having an entire uh, Shoot Sig is going to be at carry Optics Nationals if anybody's going to be going there. Um perfect opportunity to give that a try. And it's going to it follows the kind of the 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 Glock GSSF match uh mentality that it's it's something that's meant for everyone to be able to come out and and shoot your gun, which I think is great. You know, you, me, everybody else who's got, you know, uh a competitive nature turns that kind of stuff into a competition. But that doesn't mean those other other people cannot just have fun doing it. Uh and and get some you know rewarding uh feelings from shooting their gun. Because a lot of people that don't don't have an interest in shooting And I think it happens more with handguns Um, because while steel challenge is challenging, you can pick up a rimfire rifle or a rimfire pistol with a dot on it and probably hit five plates within one magazine. Right. Okay. USPSA, very different. Because of the draw, because of the movement, because of the fact that you're shooting a nine millimeter at minimum nine millimeter pistol, it's a different game. And it's harder. And so that's where the the things like the GSSF and the and the shoot sig come along, where these people who have who've got SIGs but have never had a chance to shoot it in any kind of a competition can come out in a very relaxed environment and and have fun. It's a you know, there's a plate rack stage. There's one paper stage and then there's another static steel uh, target stage. And they've got, if you don't have a gun, they've got the guns there. You know, I don't have, I don't have a SIG 22, so I wanted to shoot it. And uh, so uh, I rented a SIG 22 and, and shot it for the match. And it was a lot of fun. So
1: at the, at the end of the day, here's my perspective. Mm-hmm. And this is the perspective of the person that I was talking, talking to earlier this morning, is that if people are getting out there and shooting, how can it be a bad thing? That's number one. Number two exactly. is, I bet you, if you went to shoot this national match, and we say it's a national match, which brings a, a level of clout to it, but any match in rimfire that you shoot that I've been a part of, and I've shot most of these disciplines, and I'll get to that here in a second, but it's more of a family atmosphere, right? Yep. Is... To go to this national level match and try and try something new. How many people have shot Metal Madness Unlimited? Probably not a lot. And you know what? Ed endorsed Eric to make Metal Madness Unlimited. And I I believe it's the unlimited side that they're going to do at this match. Shoot a couple stages of it. It's great exposure to Metal Madness. If you've never shot a Rimfire Challenge match before, you know what? Eric's gonna have a couple stages that are similar to Rimfire Challenge. Oh, Rimfire uh falling steel, you never shot that. You know what? Guess what, Jeff? This match is gonna stage. have a little it's gonna have a little bit there. And and last and certainly not least, and I don't want to pigeonhole because maybe there's other disciplines in there. But if you've never if you've lived under a rock and you've never shot a steel challenge stage, here you go. So you've got a national match that has all these different variances of the shooting sports, yep. how is that a bad thing? How is it a bad thing? I can't. I, I, uh,
0: there's, there's nothing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess for me, the only bad thing is that it's like 11 hours away and I won't be able to make it. That's the bad
1: thing. <laughs> Dang it, Jeff. But it's a it's a great opportunity if you concept, never shot. the concept,
0: yeah, yeah, the concept's beautiful, you know? Yeah,
1: I love it. And, I and love again,
0: it. I think you nailed it if people were out shooting, how is that a bad thing?
1: Hey, we're out there exercising our second amendment, brother. How could it you know, be bad?
0: And it's funny too, because, you know, uh, we pump our chest with, you know, steel challenge and we have, you know, 700 people shooting the match and, you know, Rimfire Worlds is a good sized match and, and Metal Madness is putting, I don't know how many guns through, and I always get a kick because then you've got SASP over there going, "Oh, that's cute." We just had like seventeen hundred kids come through. <laughs> <and shoot>. Yeah, <laughs> you know but they're
1: getting people. They're getting people introduced to the sport. That's, exactly. that's the wonderful thing about SASP. Is exactly. again, it, it, it's you know similar as to steel challenge. Yep, defined stages so on and so. On. But who cares? Well, is it a knockoff steel challenge? Who cares? They're getting these youngsters. Mm-hmm out there at a young age shooting guns. How is that bad for anybody? And really. then once they graduate out of SASP, are they going to shoot steel? Challenge? Yeah, there's a lot of crossover. There's more crossover now than there was 3 or 4 years ago with I SASP. I agree. I agree that there's people so many, shoot steel challenge. So, how a, is that it, it, there's I it was it
0: surprised when I first started how many of the SASP shooters didn't shoot steel challenge. And you're right. It's yep. it's yep. much more prevalent now. Uh, yes which is which is fantastic but yeah shooting is shooting and and getting out there and supporting it supporting your second amendment right to be able to do it um i think it's i think it's fantastic um
1: yeah so my hat my hat goes off to eric and uh and his here. crew to to uh to take a step out there and try, try something new, try something different and get people exposure to these other disciplines. And, and as we've seen with other matches at that range, or I've seen with other matches at that range firsthand, it'll be a first class, first class match. So um, look forward to, uh, look forward to attending.
0: Sounds great. And when is that match, Steve?
1: You know, I, I I'm not in front of my computer. I believe it's the last weekend in September, first week in October, but it's some somewhere in that uh, time frame. We'll post, oh, you know, uh, I think like, we
0: brought this up, yeah, because yeah. the Area Six match is the second last week in September, so I think this yep. might be the last weekend in September. Um,
1: I, I I believe so. We'll confirm that and we'll post. Uh, post a link out there if it's out up on practice score yet i'm not sure if it is i know that rimfire challenge like we talked last week uh just went up and it looks like they're filling that match up which is good but i think it's a week or so from that match
0: excellent Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get that and either have it on we'll point it out on the next uh the next podcast or get something posted on the uh the podcast pays well, Steve. You know what? I don't know about the, you, but uh, it, today is uh, is Juneteenth. Uh, I am fortunate enough to have a day off. I know you're in the car, so you're not working. Uh, so I say we go back and enjoy the rest of our day. We'll get this podcast out to everybody to listen to, and um, I hope to see you soon, brother. Sounds good,
1: man. It was good talking with you, Jeff. Take care. All
0: right. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
1: That was see, close I'm one. jumping
0: the gun. How do we end every podcast, Steve?
1: Go to rangestore.net and discount code STpodcast10 for 10% off.
0: All right. Sounds good. Steve, drive safe. We will talk to you soon.
1: All right. Take care, man. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.